Look, as the person who is going to have to live after all you die, <laughs> I think I get the existential crisis, hey, Jill. Hey, hey, you don't know that for sure. <laughs> That's fair. I don't. I, we don't know what your parentage is, really. That's I'm true. just gonna go sleep and have existential dread if that's okay yep understandable i live yep. like my boyfriend and i'm going to outlive twice how long, do, how, how long do fishmen live Artie? like at least twice as long as humans oh okay still not as long as i'm going to live but at least i'll have you for a while well i'm never going to die so there <laughs> <laughs> i'm 20 years old she's immortal Alviva, uh, <laughs> in the back of your head where you keep hearing voices from the ether you hear the equivalent of a thumbs up emoji Yes. <laughs> Not today, death. <laughs> uh, you're never gonna catch me. Yep. Jillian's just going to bed. Okay, Jillian's yeah. gone to bed. Alright. Uh, the one thing uh, I was Wynn? gonna do. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, Wynn goes to meditate. Yeah, just before my watch, just again, a reminder, partly because it's been a little bit. I am, as we travel, but also for sure right now, periodically taking advantage of my primeval awareness of i can take 10 minutes to concentrate and feel i can sense uh any beasts within five miles or actually no it's only one minute of concentration yeah so i know how many general direction um yeah so just calling out that that is something i do periodically i know some of the things here are not beasts so it's not going to be 100 percent accurate but yeah not 100 percent. but as you're using this you can sense um let me just check the uh, creature type on one of these okay so you are sensing uh, within five miles, and uh, some of these are fairly, like, sedentary. Like, you can sense that there is a very large bear out there somewhere uh, that is currently uh, foraging, probably based on its very, very slow rate of movement. You can tell that there is a wolf pack in the area, but you also know that uh, you are a large and intimidating enough target that you probably won't get much trouble from a wolf pack. You can feel that there is a lynx snuffling around uh, nearby, probably also hunting. Uh, and you can tell that somewhere up above in the tree cover is a giant owl that occasionally swings by, uh, looks at your camp, goes, mm, no, and then leaves again. That's really good to know, because I was going to have breadsticks doing some aerial <laughs> reconnaissance, and I sensed the owl and grabbed breadsticks. And I'm like, no, sweetie. <laughs> Not tonight. You're going to sit on my shoulder and lend me your dark vision. <laughs> okay, so everybody else is asleep? Yes. Ooh, interesting. All right, so uh, as you're sitting there, uh, and you have your you have your goggles on, right? Your dark vision goggles? Yeah, via uh, dragon. Okay, so I'm, I'm. it says that you only see black and white, but I'm, what I'm picturing is like night vision goggles, uh, complete with, if you accidentally look at a light source, you're like, ah, oh, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> but as you're, as you're sitting there holding breadsticks very tight in case that owl comes back, <laughs> you see a luminous white shape moving out in the forest between the trees. Well, okay, I turn off the goggles because, ow. Um, <laughs> and then with my normal... Human eyes. I'm. I mean, I'm just gonna squint at it really hard and try and see it better. Can I just make a perception check? Yes. Cool. Oh, bad roll. Well, fourteen. Okay, fourteen. Uh, you're you're doing okay because this is not a creature that's trying very hard to be hidden. You can see just within the limits of your vision a faintly glowing uh, quadrupedal shape with a white spiraling horn sticking out of its forehead. Oh, is it a unicorn? Do you want to go check? It's the legged narwhal. 
<laughs> oh, it is not gonna like artery Arturo's. Does it look like a unicorn? Is it a horse? It's quadrupedal. Do you want to go check? Oh, I mean, of course I do. <laughs> Probably wake somebody up. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to wake up. Hmm. <laughs> when? <laughs> okay. When it comes to quietly, since she was only meditating and blinks. Up to Alviva. Hey. And then does Wynn see this glowing? You can see something white out in the trees. So there's maybe a unicorn out there. Oh. You want to go look at it? <laughs> she pauses a beat. Does Wynn know anything about unicorns? Uh, Roll nature or arcana? I guess can I also roll a nature? Yes. Okay. I got 18 nature. A 20 arcana. Okay. Both of you are aware that uh, unicorns are celestial creatures. They're usually on the side of good. Uh, and that they are usually the guardians of places like this, deeply wooded, forested areas untouched by civilization. Ooh. I feel like this is a buddy system. Also, if there's and you both rolled high enough that you, if there's any specific questions you want me to answer about unicorns, you can have the answer. Is there, like, generally a peaceful way to approach them? Basically, the way that you would approach a uh, normal person who you don't want to alarm, i.e. without weapons out and with no harmful intentions. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, luckily, I just woke up from meditating, so most of my weapons and stuff are probably on the ground. So I'm just going to leave them there. And I say, Aviv, put your weapons down. Okay, I'm a weapon, so I can live with that now. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then pushes to her feet. My only question, is there anything that I know of that is like a pseudo-unicorn that looks like a unicorn to fuck with people? But with, your, with a nature check of 18, I can say that you've pretty definitively not heard of any creature that specifically looks like a unicorn to fuck with people. Okay. There are, there are other creatures that kind of sort of look like unicorns, and, uh, but, but those are also like fairly benign creatures as well. Okay. Cool. I'm very excited. All right. Put our weapons down. Let's go check it out. Okay. I'm going to leave breadsticks in the tent so that if something <laughs> goes wrong, uh, she can bite the ears of other party members. <laughs> Is there anyone in particular you're assigning her to bite? <laughs> Jill. Jill. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll already be in trouble. So. Okay. <laughs> so What's one more? Your pseudo-dragon bit my ear. <laughs> All right, so uh, you head out uh, into the trees. And very visibly trying to, like, I, I press the digitation. Does prestidigitation do what? I think thaumaturgy does, but I don't think prestidigitation does. You instantaneously light or snuff a candle, torch, or a small campfire. I'm pretty oh, sure oh. I have a torch. Yeah, I'm sure we do. Okay, so we get a little torch. Yes, okay. and I guess we, as much as I, my urge is to be sneaky, but I understand the whole, like, we got to communicate yeah. our good intent. So I'm... Twitching a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, so put a torch and be visible and then wave towards it. So like standing back so it has it, it can approach rather than we approach it, which might be threatening. And I'm gonna like just loudly enough that it would probably be able to hear, but not any louder than that, say hello, hello. Uh and I think I'll I'll speak in Sylvan, although I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to do Sylvan just because it feels right. I'm I'm guessing that if it's more celestial, that might not be the 
accurate language, but I'm deep in the woods and it feels appropriate. Okay, so Elviva, you're talking in Sylvan uh, and Cacophony, you're waving towards it? Yes. Okay, you, you, uh, Elviva, you call out uh, in, in Sylvan. You hear, both of you hear a voice in your head saying, hello. Hello. Uh, this is your forest? Yes. Could you come into the trees, please? I don't like being so close to your camp. Yes, of course. Sure. Uh, mm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> just inner she sleep. Jill's, just Jill's grumbling. <laughs> well, I love that, like, ominously, Breadsticks is just, like, hovering over, staring at Jill's face. <laughs> like a cat waiting, waiting for you to, to wake bite. up and Waiting for it. permission to bite. Yep. So you're following the unicorn uh, a little further in? Yeah. A little further in. Okay, so you get a little further into the trees, and what you see is uh, a very small spring uh, spilling from a rock. And you see uh, the unicorn lifting its head to drink from the spring. It does not bend its head. And it's funny, when you heard stories about unicorns, you always heard that it was basically, oh, it's a horse with a horn on its head. But a horse is a creature of the plains. This is a creature that lives in the forest. Its, its body shape is much more like that of a deer. It's got very delicate uh, cloven hooves that let it navigate through the forest. It's very slender. It's got a very long neck and very, very large, brown, soulful eyes. And it looks at the both of you and says, thank you. Of course. Thank you for letting us travel through your forest. Sorry if we've disturbed anything. We've been trying not to other than to, like, protect ourselves. Oh no, you're not the source of the disturbance. In fact, I was hoping you could help me. Is it the cultist and the well? It's the well. We're we're hoping to put a stop to the evil that's going on there. I was once the guardian of the well, and then it was taken from me. Oh. Oh. If you help me, I can help purify it. And then we can get rid of the worm. Yes, we would be more than happy to. Excellent. Keep following the water. Okay. Okay, so keep, we've, we've heard keep following the water, and then there's a path. Yes, there are ruins by the lake, and an ancient road that leads up into the mountains towards the well. You have to be careful, though. The road is guarded by a serpent. A serpent? A serpent. What kind of serpent? Very, very large serpent. It lives in the lake. All right. Hmm. And... Is there something we should do to make it easier for you to purify it? There are others surrounding the well, guarding it. That's why I can't get close. If you can help me, protect me, or maybe maybe get rid of them first, scare them away or something, then I can come and purify the well, but I don't dare go there by myself. Yes. No, of course. We wouldn't want to risk that. We can do both. We can clear the way and then come back to guard you in case there are others. I like that plan. Thank you. Of course. You do have to be careful, though. There are many, many, cre- many creatures there, and some of them are strange. What kind of strange? Dead things. Things that want to be dead. Uh, and then something else. Something else. A creature that wears a veil. Oh. Sounds... Ominous? Yeah. A creature. I've never seen anything like it before. I thought it was a woman at first. Oh. I don't suppose that rings any bells? 
I probably yeah. wouldn't. It's not nature. Nature or arcana, maybe? I'll roll an arcana. I mean, if it could be nature, I'll roll nature. Ooh, I got a 23. Oh, Viva got it. All right. Uh, it doesn't necessarily sound like any particular sort of creature that you're aware of. However, considering the number of monstrosities on this island, it's probably a monstrosity from the sounds of it. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, any... I mean, I appreciate the information. Anything you can do to help us on this quest is appreciated. Yes. Knowing more is good. Yes, and this allows us knowledge of how to cleanse the well, because we were wondering that ourselves beyond just destroying the worm. The worm can't be destroyed, but if I can get to the well, I can cleanse it. She nods her head. That's... that's good. So is it not, it's not a physical worm? The big snake is not the worm. The big snake's a different thing. No, the serpent is of this place. It's natural to this island. We don't get along. Oh, okay. And the worm is more... The worm is from somewhere else. Somewhere dark. Somewhere very far from here. We can't kill it. No, it's it's on the other side of the reflection in the water. Hmm. Okay. Then we'll tell our companions this and work on this. Thank you. And once things are more clear, we'll we'll come back for you. Will we find you here next to this stream? I will follow at a distance. When the time comes, I will be there. All right. All right. Um, what's your name, if I may? The unicorn broadcasts a concept into your head that roughly translates as dappled sunlight through the leaves. Oh, Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) That's such a good unicorn name. No, it's a wolf name. (laughs) Well. This is really peaceful. This is really nice. I should probably go to bed, but... You should. You need your sleep. You do need your sleep and I can take over. Yeah. It was wonderful to meet you, she says to the unicorn and kind of dips into like a, a kind of an awkward bow. Like she doesn't know if the, if the unicorn will really understand that, but you know, it, she's committed now. Yep. The unicorn nods to you like uh, it, this is this is basically the uh, the monarch of this fort. So it's not going to bow back, but it does give that's, you a nod of acknowledgement. That's fine. And then Wynne heads back to the encampment and it gets to her watches. And I'll be her reluctantly. Breadsticks is still there just hovering over Jill's ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get back to the camp and Breadsticks is like vibrating with the desire to bite. <laughs> I'm sorry, Breadsticks. Here, you can bite my finger instead. I'm sorry, you won't get to bite Jill today. Let me roll something. It's an eight. <laughs> it does not get through with your glove. <laughs> yep. Fred Six just kind of gnaws on the finger of your glove for a bit, seems satisfied with this, and then hops up onto your shoulder. Yeah. All right. Bedtime, breadsticks. All right. Uh, Wynn, it's now your watch. Yep. Got two watches. Okay. Did you get a full rest? Are you going to need any more meditation time? Yeah, I just need four hours. I'm fine. I feel like, I feel like the unicorn conversation only took like 10 minutes, so. Yep. You finish up your meditation and then you head out for a watch. Yeah. 
So most of the first watch, uh, or your first watch, the second watch, uh, goes without uh, incident. At one point, you do hear uh, some crashing through the undergrowth of something very, very heavy. And when you look over with your dark vision, you are capable of seeing uh, that there's just there's just a bear that's steadily grazing through the undergrowth, <laughs> just mm-hmm. crunching on it, through. Bud. There's some tender shoots that it's nibbling on. Uh, every once in a while, there's like something like a squirrel or something crosses its path and it kind of half-heartedly looks like it's considering chasing after it, but then just goes <laughs> back to grazing. What a good bear. And then that bear wanders off. He admires this bear as it passes. Didn't know you were into bears. She's not normally, but it's pretty <laughs> cute when you have nothing else to look at. <laughs> yeah. She would vote on the fat bear week. Yeah, which, by the way, this is not a fat bear. This is spring. This is a very skinny bear. Yeah. <laughs> Still cute bear, though. Bears of any season. Uh, another few hours pass. Close to dawn, uh, you look up, and it's it's probably been there for quite some time, but this is the first time you're realizing it's there. There is a owl perched in a tree nearby. This is, this is not a normal-sized owl. This is like a person-sized owl. It's looking at, at your dome and sort of contemplating it. Obviously seems to decide, mm, nah. And Contemplating the orb. It, yeah. it then just drops out of the tree, take wing, takes wing and flies off. And it is spooky how quietly that owl flies. Mm. You don't hear a single noise as it, as it wings off through the trees. Mm. All right. And uh, with that, uh, your watch is over. Uh, it is dawn. Uh, and it's time for everybody to get up and start moving again. When is uh, as everybody wakes up, Wynn is eating some of her dried dried fruit strips. And she says, So Alviva and I talked to the unicorn dappled dappled leaves through sunlight. Or sun- uh, what? We talked to a unicorn. Um she can purify the well the worm is in. Uh but she can't get there on her own, so she asks if we'd mind clearing the monsters out of the way. There's a giant snake in the lake at the end of the river, and there are some runes around that, and then we follow the path of the runes up. Oh, and there's a there's a bunch a of unicorn? things defending it, yes. including a strange creature that looked kind of like a woman but with a veil, which is some kind of monstrosity. I don't know exactly what it is. Like um, a literal veil or like a hmm. guise? That's a land narwhal, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a land narwhal, yes. It's yeah. a land seahorse narwhal. Land sea- seahorse narwhal. Yes. That makes no sense. Okay, imagine a land seahorse, but with a narwhal horn. It actually looked more like a very pretty deer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard about that. Did it have like one of those like lion tails? Did it? Okay. It had a tufted tail, but the tail did not look quite like a lion's. It, yeah, it, it was like tufted, kind of like a lion's, but it did not. But it look... wasn't like a full like horse tail. No, like yeah. Huh. Man, yeah. I don't want to see a unicorn. I know. I'm sorry I didn't wake you up. I thought at first I didn't want to scare it. But yeah, we'll meet no, it again. No. You'll get to see her whenever it, she purifies the uh, the well. No, that's... Huh. No, no. I mean, going in a small number and keeping people back at the camp is good. So, you know, good call. Otherwise, yes. the only thing I saw at night was like a very hungry bear that looked pretty cute. And then an owl that looked like it was contemplating eating us before it flew away. Just like an owl? Yeah, just it was big. Oh, big owl. Oh, yeah. Okay, Th- big owl it, was there all night. Yeah, you know, you know how when Viva Viv pulls out like that big goat, and the goat's bigger than normal. It's like that. Oh, but an owl. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's alarming because it could probably carry us off. But you know, it seemed to think better of it. That's fine. Okay. Good reminder, though. But yes, the unicorn says that there is a giant snake in the lake that we're going to have to deal with. Okay. 
the veil thing, and also there are some other guardians of the well, uh, both dead and undead. Okay, no, I mean, if there's cult stuff, that yeah. tracks. Typical cult stuff. Yeah, it did sound like there's undead, so that sucks, but not surprising. It's not unexpected. Okay, so the cults definitely found the well, and they're just, I don't know. Oh, and there was a thing where the worm is in the reflection. Yes, of we're not going to be well. able to defeat the worm, uh, but the unicorn can purify the worm. I don't wait, as in the worm that whispers the yeah, the, the uh, world the one eater? that's in the well. Uh, well, I wouldn't expect a unicorn to be able to do that anything anyway. So that's like that's the thing that eats suns. Yeah. So I was hoping we could just like. I'm just you looking know. at this CR5 unicorn being like, yeah, seems like a fair fight. Alviva <laughs> <laughs> just makes like a stabbing motion down where it's like she's just like stabbing into a bucket. It's like, I you think know. you need like a lot of unicorns in order to, you know, destroy a creature of the negative energy plane. We're probably better off going off towards the cult leader anyway. Yeah. Usually worms are fairly killable. This is disappointing. Now... Yes. I gotta run a simulation to see how many CR5 unicorns it takes to kill a god. <laughs> we are uh, we are each two unicorns. Inside of you are two unicorns? Yes. <laughs> One yearns to turn into sea foam and the other yearns to chill out with a little girl? Kill a bull. Kill a bull and, and, and cry about being a woman. Por que no los dos? <laughs> so you guys, headed, you guys headed back out? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Okay, so f- headed further up river, I assume. Yep. Same Normal travel deal base before, I think. And yeah, same deal in terms of staying a bit away from the river, and then yeah, doing that thing where I periodically am just checking for where the beasts are at. Which hopefully, my my thought is that a nice for avoiding things like giant bears and owls. Uh, B, if I perhaps you know pick up on some like that wolf pack, and suddenly they redirect to avoid an area, then I too will want to avoid that area. Alright, good thinking. So, uh, you are headed through the forest, stopping every once in a while to uh, do primeval awareness. And uh, I also do an aid about a couple hours in, so that's another eight hours of five bonus. Cool. Alright, so, uh... <laughs> Gotta love when the DM rolls some dice and then chuckles quietly. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's right up there with roll perception. No, you don't. And then see you get anything. like a low result, and they and go then carry nothing. on. Yeah, and then nothing. Don't worry. Um, so, <laughs> so you guys uh, reach actually a delta in the river. You see there uh, where the river you're following joins up with another one, and then you reach like near that. You know, you're close enough to the the spot that uh, where the rivers meet that the trees open up a little bit. And you look up, and at first you're like, oh, that's an osprey carrying a fish. <laughs> and then, Elviva, your, your primeval awareness pings. That's not a, that's not a fish, that's a dolphin. <laughs> that's, oh, no. that's not an osprey carrying the dolphin. <laughs> that is a griffin. Oh. I mean, that's kind of beautiful. I, I point out to everyone, I'm like, look, it's a griffin eating a dolphin. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> huh. I bet that dolphin said some shit. Yeah, that dolphin probably ain't blameless. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Griffin's gotta eat, right? Yeah, it is currently uh, carrying the dolphin uh, further into the mountains, uh, probably bringing food back to the nest. Dope, okay. Well, oh, uh... let's not fuck with that. Yeah, sounds good. 
Nice. The beauty of nature. <laughs> it's the circle of life. You know, some days you're the griffin, some days you're the dolphin. <laughs> Same eagles, different lover. <laughs> All right, so it's about uh, mid-afternoon, further, heading further up river, I assume? Yep. Yeah. Does that mean on the map we're already at? All the way at where the rivers join, or is this more of like something small and not on the map? Um, you are at the spot where the leftmost river and the middle river join. Okay, so we're pretty close, I would think. Cool. Hey, when? Yeah. I was thinking. Um, you know how I explicitly told you never ask me to send and send a message to your girlfriend Thazita. And make me the in-between? Yeah. Has she sent you much at all? Uh, she told me she'd have something here. Right, but literally any other time just to, like, say hello or something? No, but she's not really the type. Huh. Well, do you want to, like, send her a message or something? Uh, do I? Wynne likes them cold-blooded, no? Probably. I mean, it's okay if you don't. I just... Yeah. Uh, I, I just need to think about what I'd want to say. Yeah. Well, you know. Offer's yeah. open. I... I'm going to think about it. and uh, If we get to camp and you uh, haven't needed to use a bunch of spells, then I'll probably take you up on it. Well, you know, uh, I'm probably not going to be sending Max again, so... Alright. Hopefully we won't get into big fights. You've been sending Max? Yeah, just, you know, to try and figure out how shit's going over there. And, uh, I mean, like, he finally replied to me once, and then I didn't even get a response yesterday. So, I think I should stop trying. That makes me sad. That also makes me a little sad, but makes sense, too. I mean, I'm sure he's busy? Or, like, I- it- it sounds like it's really shitty over there, right? It sounds like bad. Yeah. It sounds really fucking bad. And that's a counterpoint. If things are really shitty and really bad, maybe the best thing you could do would be just to give him like messages of support now and again. <sighs> yeah, but like <laughs> if I if I don't get anything back like ever then why should I keep making all of that effort if I don't get any of that, like, reflected at me, you know? That's also fair. I mean, like, Lachlan, Lachlan's i have given him, like, three sendings, and he's replied 25 words every single fucking time, actually. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah, I, I think that's also fair. Like, I don't know why you'd want to ever... I know I wouldn't want to continue a relationship with someone who gives nothing back. But... <laughs> I mean, it's not a relationship, but... I mean, it, it is a relationship, but it's by nature what it is. Uh, okay, it is a connection between yeah. two individuals, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that, but just... Uh, I don't know. I just... I mean, yeah, I still want to go and make sure he's okay, but I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just... Well, I what mean, we can do is when we go and make sure he's okay, we can... You can kind of judge based on how he is in person if you want to continue pushing forward yeah. with that. And, you know, you don't have to make a big decision about it. Give it a day or two. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I know. It's just, it's been like, <laughs> it, it's it been like every single time, except for like once, 
that I've sent him in the last like several months. It's just been really brief and there's 25 words to use and he doesn't use any of them. And I just, I don't know. But anyway, setting that aside, I'm free if you would like to talk to your girlfriend or, you know, anybody you want to pass messages along, you know, I'm sorry I've been kind of a tight bitch about it. Just it's, it's let fine. me know. <sighs> Wen can be seen kind of awkwardly counting on her fingers as we're walking. <laughs> okay. Uh, you walk over a ridge and look down onto uh, a spot where all three rivers converge on a lake. Oh, Uh-oh. fuck. That's where the... That this one has a snake in it. And we definitely have to fight it? Probably. Oh, it, I mean, it, it, like it hates, it hates the it. unicorn and we'll try to stop the unicorn from getting to the purification. Okay. Do we want to stop tonight and rest up here and go down in the morning? I mean, I haven't really used any spell slots or anything today. Is it like afternoon? What time is it? Uh, it is mid-afternoon right now. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, I guess, okay. Number number one, beast sense. Do I sense okay. a beast at that lake? You can sense that wolf pack nearby. You don't sense a beast in the lake. Well, aside okay. from like... You, you're like, oh, I don't sense any large beasts. And then you get immediately annihilated by the sensation of thousands of fish. <laughs> yeah, all right. I tuned it too delicate. Also, annihilated by the sensation of thousands of fish is my fan. Yeah, is that, our, is that, our, that might be our episode title, honestly. <laughs> cool. Okay, thing two. Can we put our heads together here? It's it's presumably not a beast, but like, can we think really hard about giant serpent that lives in the water and see if we come up with any deets? Okay. Are there dice we can roll for that? <laughs> there are <laughs> dice you can roll for that. Those would be uh, nature dice or arcana dice. Sweet. Well, I'm I mean, not good at either. I got 18 nature dice. Uh, is there any way to make it perhaps a history check for Arturos? History? I'm th- I'm thinking about the history that Arturos would be familiar with. I mean, and... he does live underwater. Uh, he's been... I would say, yeah, roll history, but the DC to get anything useful will be very high. I mean, that's fair. Shoot your shot. That's just a 14. Uh, can I, like, my my arcana and my nature are both shit. Can I assist somebody? Uh, yes. I could roll arcana and with advantage then. Yeah, I'll just sort of put my head together with Win and see what she gets. Uh, 17 for arcana. Mm. Okay, so, uh, Arturos and, uh, Wynne and, um, and, uh, Jill. You're thinking about it and you're hearing, like, the, around Stormhaven within, like, in that swampy area that's sort of nearby and off the coast, you would sometimes hear stories of, um, there's the old sea serpent stories, of course. Uh, you also heard about there being, like, uh, large constrictor snakes living in the swamp. It's the, some that got extraordinarily large, um, like, swallow a human being large. But that's, that's, that's about the extent of your knowledge. Alviva, you know all of that. And you're also aware of some stories. You've never heard about it, like you've never seen or heard of one directly. But you heard some stories about there being a serpent that lived in the water somewhere that had multiple heads. Oh. Hmm. Hydra. Mm. Oh, kid. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that sea snakes are actually eels maybe it's a big eel we're talking about 
I'd be so happy if it was a big eel. Alviva, what do you, what, you, you, you have a weird, you have a weird face. What are you thinking? Well, so sometimes I wanted to go swimming in the big lake and I wanted to go swimming deep. And uh, Grayson was like, don't do that. There might be a big snake thing with multiple heads and you better not fuck with it. I'll know. I'll know if you do it. Don't go in that lake, Alviva. So <laughs> I'll know if you do it. <laughs> Typical dad shit. It'll gobble you up. Yeah, with its many, many heads. Okay. Um, well, and everything else on this God's Forsaken Island has had many heads. Um, so I am a little worried about that. Okay. Well, five heads. I know about one of those, but it's a dragon. Uh, how the fuck does one prepare for something with five heads? Five heads probably means it can do a lot of well, shit. Well, I don't know how many heads. It could be any number of heads. Okay. It's probably a lot of heads. Well, as long as they're not all different colors, you know, that would be super bad. I'm worried it'll be heads that turn into even more heads, but, you know, Alviva doesn't know that. <laughs> None of you have seen Hercules? I was about to say, my knowledge is if something has a bunch of heads, you just need to knock a bunch of rocks on it. I think you're supposed to get up on its back, actually. No? No? So... King Hearts 2? Nobody? Okay. We aim for the belly? Let's try to lure it out first, then. Yeah, one of these things is, like, we don't want to end up in the water. Yeah. Just as a rule. I, I don't mind in the water. Okay, you... Yeah. I don't want to be in the water. That or, I, that or if we keep it in the water, I could electrocute the water. Ooh. Okay, but there are uh, thousands of fish in there the whole time. Yeah, it is an ecosystem. I, <laughs> I can tell you exactly how many fish there are, because I made some mistakes today. Well, <laughs> just in case, those of us who can't breathe underwater should maybe drink our potion of water breathing. Oh, that's so smart. I do still have that. Uh, I'm going to keep that in reserve at the moment. I'll drink mine when we get closer, but it does last an hour, so. Yeah. I just mean, I could I could shoot to the surface if needed. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so. I mean, yeah, if we have to fight it, then I think whatever preparation we can come up with. Right, so what's our tactics? Do we want to lure it out of the water? Going into the water is bad. I could maybe try to move the water. Um, but that would also be something that I have to keep track of the whole time. And last time I did that, you guys weren't very good at not getting next to it. I, to be uh, fair, that is how memory serves me right, some of us were better at it than others. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I mean, getting it out of the water is probably our best bet. I mean, it's probably amphibious in some regard, but we also need to get a, get to, get a jump on it, so... Do I have to be bait? Might be Maybe? better. I'm bait because I'm faster. Yeah, but I can swim. Hmm. Yeah, that might be good, actually. And so we can't... We don't want to just go around because of our unicorn friend. I mean, so the unicorn said that this serpent has been here in the water for... Like, it lives here. The cult didn't bring it here. Sounds like they don't like each other. But, you know, is it worth at least trying to go around the lake? Yeah, I think if we can get around it, then that's fine. 
That said, the unicorn seemed to imply that it was going to fight. Yeah, you guys yes. said that this thing wanted us to, yeah. like, clear it out or incapacitate it or something, so. Yeah, let's just, yeah. I, I think, my guess is that if we try and go around, which we may as well try, that it will pop out because it it sounded like the warning was that it, when we try and get past here, the serpent is going to yeah. mess with us. So my guess is we won't have to bait it out that hard. I think that it's more just that the reason why we have to deal with it is it's going to make itself our problem. Yeah. Is my guess. Because if, if it doesn't, then, like, Unicorn could go around the lake, too. Because it's not like we have to go into the lake. Like, can we basically see, like, so the path is kind of on the other side of this lake? Uh, roll perception. Okay. 20. Dirty. All right. Uh, squinting from this rise, you can see a gap in the rocks that might have, at one point, been a road through the mountains. And it appears to be on the northern end of the lake. Okay. Yeah. So I think I can see where we're supposed to go. Mm-hmm. But my guess is that when we try and get through there. Right, so let's try and draw it out to somewhere advantageous. Yeah, that's fair. If there's somewhere that's the better to fight it. Yeah, Alviva, like, you, I mean, you know, you would actually know the, the, the terrain here. What would you suggest? I survey the terrain around us, I guess. Okay, um, and what are you looking for specifically? I don't know. I guess I am looking for, like, any tactical advantage or things to watch out for. I guess there's some stuff like we don't want to be somewhere that we could be pulled into the water too easily or that, like, a slope was unstable or anything like that. But yeah, I'm not quite sure. I guess I'm just looking at... I'm, I'm considering the surroundings and thinking about if I see anything that could be some kind of tactical advantage. Okay, so um, looking around at the at the the beaches on the southern end of the lake near where you are currently uh, are much are a very very gentle slope into the water. There's a lot of open terrain there. Um, on the northern end of the lake, closer to the mountains, uh, the edges of the water get a lot. The, the drop offs are a lot more steep, uh, and it's a lot rockier up there. All right, so I feel like our trade offs are basically if we stay on this side, then it's easy for it to come out. It's also easy for us to go in. It's kind of just neutral. If we go up where it's rocky, maybe it's harder for it to kind of get out of the water and we can blast it. But also if we fall in, then it's going to be harder to get out. It seems like those are the main choices. Well, the easiest way to to get its attention is probably going to be Artie being bait, honestly. Yeah. So Artie, where do you want to fight this thing? Where? I mean, I can just jump in. Okay. Between those two options, what would you suggest? I I was definitely paying attention. I know to everything you, were. you guys were saying. <laughs> I'm sure you were. Oh. Between the two options of on the rocks or on the beach, where do you want to fight this thing? Because you're going to have to be bait and lead it out. Probably rocks, because that's going to give us better footing. Do you think you can get up those rocks? Yeah, I got I got skills. I also got these boots. He shoves his foot up. Okay. All right. Well, then I guess we can go over there. And my guess, my guess is also that if we go to the north side, we basically start heading for the road, that it's basically defending it and that it's just going to pop out. So we're basically going to have to start sneaking. That's true. We could try and sneak past it altogether. That didn't even occur to me. God, it's usually these things just happen to us and we don't have to think so hard. <laughs> so we can sneak around to the north side, set up where we want to fight have Artie dive in, bring it out, we start fighting? Yes? Yes. I'm hoping he doesn't have to dive in. I'm hoping if we're just like, oh, we're some adventurers gonna go up and kill the cult. I hope nothing stops us. 
I could also throw the fish to like send the message. Wait, Artie, it's a water animal. You can talk to it, right? Maybe. What do you do with fish? Do you talk to fish? Sort of. Okay. It's like a feeling. Okay. Can you get its vibe from here? Um, maybe. Artie like cups cups his hands over his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> he takes a deep breath. Okay. Uh, goes. Hey, hey, you good? Oh, goddess! <laughs> uh, towards the lake, but like in fish. I have, an, I have a very important question for you, Artie. Yeah. How loud are you attempting to be right now? Oh, very loud. Okay. Well, there Thank goes you, any of that conversation. <laughs> You saved so, us from ourselves. <laughs> as as Arturo says, "Hey, you good?" Uh, definitely echoes uh, across the surface of the lake. Water it, sound travels very well here. It's it's meant to be spoken in, underwater, and therefore it's, <laughs> therefore it's definitely loud. It's definitely. <laughs> Juliana God, just lungs, puts lungs her head in her hands. It's like a foghorn. Uh, so as that echoes across the lake, silence, utter silence. You hear it like all of the birds and the beasts nearby of the forest have all fallen silent. And then you see a, a little ripple in the water. And you see an enormous head, easily the size of any of one of you, emerges from the water and looks at you. And then another, and then another, and five serpentine heads emerge from the yeah. water and all look directly at where you're standing. Hey! We found it. Gem Gemma is performed by Annie Creighton, Anna Emmeline, Alexi Peppers, Rio Rios, Kit Walker, and Mackenzie Weaver, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio Rios, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. Check out our website at crookedrussiancam.horse or .gay. You can also find bonus Gem Jammer content at patreon.com slash thegemjam, including Juliana's private diary, as well as bonus content for our other shows. Thank you very much for listening, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. What? Can I make a nature check? Well, there's like an eerie, eerie loud moaning noise coming outside my window. Um, okay, Mackenzie? It's, it's fine, don't worry about it. Aren't you on the <laughs> second floor? What the fuck? Okay, I'm back. <laughs> Everything Everything's fine? fine, Mackenzie. I have no idea what it is. It's like ooh, 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 ooh. That's just what that's just what Christmas sounds like. <laughs>